0: Welcome to the Gaming's Greatest Generation Podcast where we discuss news, reviews, and all things video games with your hosts the OG Leo Holly, the overachiever Mark Lombardi, and Mr. Contradiction himself Matt Harms. Stay tuned for ways to connect with the G3 community, contribute to the show, or tell us about your greatest gaming experiences. Now, let's get to the show. What's going on, y'all, and welcome back for another episode of the G3 Podcast. Your boy, known as Ice, here riding solo tonight on episode 56 to give you the latest greatest and this week's gaming news, which is a little bit shallow, but we'll go ahead and we'll talk about it nevertheless. Please, uh, first and foremost, housekeeping, make sure you like, subscribe, go ahead and refer us to a friend, and, uh, you know, hopefully... If you like what you see and hear, get down in our comments, hit us up on the emails and the phones, punch in those digits, and let us know what you think. Maybe we can go ahead and get you featured on a future show. Uh, So starting right off the bat, QuakeCon was uh, this past week, more or less just wrapped up today, uh, August 20th. It went from the 18th through the 20th. For those that aren't initiated, QuakeCon is uh, the uh well it was now now it's like in a weird place because it's pretty much known as like the bethesda conference one of the standalone conferences and they talk about uh a lot of things under the bethesda umbrella hence the namesake quake con uh and as far as announcements though this was a pretty um pretty shy one uh they kept it pretty quiet it was all uh From what I understand, it was all done remotely. It was all televised and or, you know, put out on the streams, but there wasn't a live portion of the show. Uh, Regardless, there was not a whole lot by way of new things, but more so just uh, diving in a little bit deeper into some of the fan favorites. Uh, And by fan favorites, I mean, they brought back a lot of cult classics. So some of the old Wolfenstein games, old Quakes, um, and a couple of the old Elder Scrolls titles are all now available on at least uh, PC Game Pass. So if you are a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber or a PC Game Pass subscriber, you can go ahead and dive into some of those. Really, uh, I wasn't into those titles back in the day, but I might, if I ever have the time, go ahead and, and try to take a dive in and see what's what. Uh, the next big piece of news that we got, Gamescom. So Gamescom is going to be coming next week. Uh, shoot, where's the dates? I just had the dates here. Uh, But basically, it's going to air next week. The whole schedule looks uh, pretty interesting for those that are not familiar. Gamescom is kind of like the big fall presentation. Uh, It runs August 23rd through 28th in Cologne, Germany. Yours truly was actually there in Cologne, uh, but not for Gamescom. And it was kind of weird. I was there for... A, uh, a playstation event it wasn't a playstation experience but it was just a, a playstation event and they sponsored um it was like street dancing breakdance it was it was wild it was interesting but it was wild um regardless gamescom uh, is kind of the big fall showcase that happens as i said in germany uh, it's where we can sometimes expect some new announcements but more often than not It's a dive-in, a whole lot of press, and a whole lot of hands-on for games that have already been announced. Uh, And so that's more or less what we're going to see, starting with Opening Night Live, which is going to be coming uh, on August 23rd. And basically, go ahead and just, you know, search it on whatever way that you search it. It's going to be a pretty good show. uh, Talks about, at least an Opening Night Live, they're going to have 30... Uh, as they say it here 30 hotly anticipated games i know there were some titles that i saw at the game awards last year that were announced at the game awards that i'm really looking forward to we still got no release dates as it's pretty much part and parcel to what we see with 2022 game delay game delay game delay but you know what That means that we're taking care of people, that being the teams of developers going ahead and making the games. And we're also going to go ahead and have a little extra polish in those titles before they come out. So it's kind of a win-win. It's just everybody's got to have a little bit of patience and not uh, do something stupid like, uh, you know, send dick pics to developers because you want to know when God of War comes out. Anyways. Uh, moving right along. Gamescom is going to be really great. Make sure you go ahead and keep your eyes and ears glued to that. Uh, last but not least, like I said, this is a pretty short week, guys. We had some interesting news. Everything seemed relatively quiet after we went ahead last week, talked about all the news with uh, Microsoft and, and Sony going back and forth about the acquisition or the planned acquisition of activism blizzard uh, and what that could mean for the industry sony clamoring from the rafters that it would completely destroy their business microsoft going ahead and being like mm, no not really not as much oh and by the way maybe put your games out on your own service day and date and you might have better reception and not see us as such competition which i thought was a really great backhanded compliment but anyways um There was other acquisition news that came up this week, however. Embracer Group, if you guys remember them, they're kind of that other juggernaut in the back of the room. They have all these uh, great IPs under their banner, and the last we really talked about them, they went and acquired uh, the uh, Crystal Dynamics, the Tomb Raider uh, developer or one of the latest Tomb Raider developers, but now they now own the Tomb Raider IP as well. Uh, Well, they also were hard at work this past week, um, and we're citing this article out of uh, GameSpot, uh, but they made a couple new acquisitions. Um, So they acquired... Let me make sure I get all the names right here. So they acquired Limited Run Games, a developer, uh, a karaoke technology company, Synctrix, peripheral manufacturer... geotech 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 uh and some other game studios including tuxedo labs tripwire interactive uh tatsujin and bitwave games uh now i was not intimately familiar with a lot of these um you know developers but uh tripwire specifically rang a bell because those are the ones that came out with killing floor and rising storm uh and they also went ahead and released uh and the new, I guess we could call it time sync pastime, enjoyment game, Maneater. So, you know, that's the one where you play a shark and just devour and destroy everything in your path. Um, so that being said, I think this was another great get for, uh, for uh, Embracer Group. You know, they went ahead and they uh, are just quietly kind of scooping up everybody in the background while you've got, you know, Microsoft making a major play with Activision Blizzard, Uh, PlayStation making their play, going ahead and scooping up Bungie and adding up like a billion dollars to try and keep the talent in there. Uh, They've also gone ahead and announced that, um, uh, PlayStation that is, also announced that they're going ahead and they're trying to work on 10 multiplayer IPs. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, But this last piece really got me and I don't think anybody understands the gravity of this. Uh, In this Huge smorgasbord of acquisitions that's going on with Embracer Group. They also got uh, the rights to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit Creative IP. let's let's pause there for one second. y'all remember how we had those movies back when that made millions upon millions of dollars in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You know how we've had board games, chess games, all sorts of stuff that's come out from that. you know how Amazon, uh, is now bringing out the Rings of Power show coming out here in the near future. All of that falls under Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit IP, and all of that is now owned by Embracer Group. So any tabletop stuff coming out in the future, any game stuff coming out in the future, any media um, coming out in the future films, it's all going to be owned by Embracer Group. So I think that that is a huge, huge get that nobody's really talking about. Um, at least I didn't see hardly anything about it uh, going on in the socials, and most definitely not in mainstream news, aside from obviously, like I said, the GameSpot article that we're citing here. So I found that just a, an absolute wow factor—the fact that no one was really talking about it. But regardless, uh, I digress. Uh, Embrace the group. Congrats, kudos. I mean, that that's a huge win right there. I'm not sure how much that deal cost, but I'm gonna guarantee that it was into the billions uh that being said we've come to uh, alas the end of the show uh or at least almost the end of the show because right now it's time for you guess it release radar so uh last week we left off with uh, a lot of interesting i say interesting titles some of those are are taken uh you know taking the news and and the headlines by storm uh Marvel Spider-Man for PC, a lot of folks are getting to experience that for the first time. That actually went ahead and was uh the highest selling. I think it was right up there uh as one of the top ten highest selling Steam games of either the year or all time, and right there up with God of War. So good job on Sony for going ahead and doing that. And I'm really happy that a lot of other players Uh, who maybe don't have a PlayStation console, can go ahead and finally get to see what a fantastic game that actually is. Repping the Marvel today. Another really good one that came out was Cult of the Lamb. So you heard Snipe90 and I talking about it last week. Cult of the Lamb is seems to be this one that's coming up out of nowhere not really surprising as a a digital devolver published title but cult of the lamb folks are going ahead and they're whispering game of the year contender so we'll see how that works i have yet to get my hands on it i probably will here in the near future um but it definitely sounds like it's something to keep an eye out for as we get uh, a little bit further into the year and start having those game of the year conversations uh so coming right up released yesterday so i'm recording this on saturday evening i thought the guys were uh gonna be able to be with me unfortunately everybody had some prior commitments or stuff come up and you know it is what it is so you get to deal with me um so coming out yesterday august 19th we got madden nfl 23 on playstation 5 for the xbox series xbox one consoles and pc midnight fight express Coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC, August 23rd. Saints Row! Sorry, I just love doing that. Uh, so that one's coming out on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One and PC, August 23rd. I might have to cop that. Uh, F1 Manager 2022 on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series and Xbox One consoles and PC, August 25th. SD Gundam Metal Alliance coming out on PS5, 4 Xbox series and one consoles switch and PC on August 25th. Uh, where did I say I was going to leave off somewhere right in here? Uh, Pac-Man world repack, mm. uh, PlayStation five for Xbox series X, uh, Xbox one consoles switch and PC August 26th. Uh, and then last but not least soul hackers two on PS five, Xbox series, uh, ps5 and ps4 xbox series and xbox one consoles and pc august 26 so uh if you guys haven't picked up the summertime is usually the slowest time when it comes for game announcements why i'm not really sure because you know as we saw um gaming is a huge booming industry we talked about the numbers here on this show before that everybody wants to kind of get their hands in it so why we don't see developers kind of spread the wealth throughout the year a little bit more specifically with major titles right like i'm not dogging the ones that i just announced i'm super happy that saints row is coming out sooner than later even though it was delayed from february uh, its original release date but um i think now is the perfect time that everybody's kind of dipping into their backlogs assuming that they actually have time Uh, otherwise everybody's getting out enjoying what may be the sun uh or you know, the folks down in the Southern Hemisphere might be enjoying the wintertime. Uh, so that being said, that's all the expectations. And I just saw a title that I will love for us to talk about next week. But uh, that's it. So, uh, again, guys, just going to wrap it up. This is a really short episode because it was really dry for news. Um, what I've been doing, what I've been playing, because uh, you got just me and not them. So, ha, ha. Um, I just finished, actually, tonight. It was something like three weeks overdue, probably more than that, honestly. Uh, just finished the Miss Marvel series on Disney+, Plus, hence why I got Marvel gear going on. I liked it. I thought it was pretty interesting, uh, and there was something... Mm, I don't want to give it away yet. Uh, we might talk about it next week. Um, I don't know when it's fair to go ahead and talk about it, but there was something audible... So those of you that have seen the the season finale can probably back me up on this one. There was something audible. There was a character dialogue that was happening, but something audible happened in the background that kind of alluded to the inclusion of Ms. Marvel in a subset of uh Marvel characters maybe in the near future and it makes a lot of sense with what we're seeing going on with the disney plus and all the the stuff that they're piling into those services anyways that that's just me i was really that that piqued my interest when i went ahead and i heard that sound i was like oh wait a minute i know that uh so regardless other than that Honestly, it was another week I'm not really playing a whole lot. Went ahead and got a few more uh, achievements and or trophies on Slay of the Spire. Swear I'm going to have to get those <laughs> those developers uh, on the show. Um, and other than that, I'm probably about to bounce right now and go try and work on God of War playthrough a little bit more. So that being said, once again, feel free to like, subscribe. We'll have longer episodes for you in the near, near future as long as we have more news to talk about. Uh, and keep it locked right here at G3 Podcast, because remember, Gaming's Greatest Generation is the one you guys are a part of. Thanks for listening to the Gaming's Greatest Generation podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. If you have any feedback for the show, or would like to contribute ideas, feel free to call 702-690-9292 or email us at gamingsgreatestgeneration at gmail.com. You can also join the Discord community by following the link in the show notes. See you next time.